0: Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Monday. It is the 15th of August, and. I'm just, I'm just happy you're joining me after the weekend for another daily spiritual practice of tarot, where we are talking specifically to people who feel like they lose themselves in relationships. They forget themselves in all the ways that you can, including people pleasing, over giving, over advising, uh, codependency, that sort of thing. So if you want to come back to yourself in a slightly more energetic and spiritual way, then I'm really glad you're here because this is what we do with our self abandon and self-returning card. All right, Um, a little bit about where I'm at today and what I'm experiencing today is, phew, like what a weekend. It was a really beautiful weekend. Um, in terms of getting to go and explore some more of Nova Scotia with my love, which was really beautiful and amazing. And we had a wonderful time. And then the rest of the weekend was grappling with um, emotions and grappling with that tender vulnerability that arises when you're kind of sloughing off all these layers of yourself, and not just the layers of you know things, but the armor the armor because it's very different to shed who we used to be, and it's it's a completely different thing to shed the energetic armor that we wear because there's a point where we 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 finally get to a point I think when we're doing it, where we realize the armor was a shield against ourselves. We realize that while the armor was kind of keeping us protected in the world, it kept some things about us under wraps, protected, armored up hard, unable to see the light of day from us, not necessarily from other people um and i have been <laughs> apparently doing work that is um really softening that armor and uh, i don't know if you've experienced days where everything feels tender and so everything brought me to the brink of tears and pushed me over the edge and so i cried more times than i can count yesterday <laughs> Um, and it was good and it was really hard. It was extremely hard. Um, if you're like, do you want to have that day again today? I would choose no, even though, uh, those experiences teach us a lot and, and they actually release a lot. Like I felt like a lot came up and out, um, not like these big epiphanies about, life and where I should be going nothing everything is just as it's supposed to be I'm where I'm supposed to be I'm doing what I'm supposed to be you know nothing there needs to change and you know that's a big spiritual principle um, is that acceptance of just being where nothing needs to change even though things will change in the future even though we will make strides to change things or work towards things that will bring change and that beautiful word that i hate to use because it's i don't feel it's used correctly manifest what? Snags manifest just means that what is the actions taken the things thought begin to show up in reality and um i think we have really blown that out and made it egotistical made it really narcissistic about I want a million dollars <laughs> and I'm going to manifest that. And while that's fine, there's also a little bit forgotten in that, you know, that part of manifestation is that point where we're okay with what we have and that we let go of forcing the outcome. The only manifestation teachers that I respect and listen to are the ones that, Part of the process is letting go is surrender and is about being okay where you are and being okay if this takes five years, 10 years, 20 years. The ones that talk about space and talk about the time things truly take and talk about that it's good that it takes time because we might find in two, three years before we get that thing that we deconstructed a part of us that wanted that that wasn't actually serving us, right? So it's allowing time for our own growth to even see if that's something we want in our life. And that that is not something that's often talked about. And so um, I I enjoyed the day. I ended up having to reach out to a mentor and have a little conversation about all of the emotional things that are happening. And yet none of the bad things have come from it. And it reminds me of a phrase that when things are good, that's bad. And I used that in the last podcast. And I think that's true. You know, sometimes what happens is we can have this beautiful day like we had, and then it devolves and we come down off of that day. And we can let that really rock us and we can let that really crack us open or, you know, we can cope and and we can deny the come down and we can fix the come down and we can put solutions on the fact that we're going to hit a low that's gonna break us open after something beautiful and amazing happens um, you know we all resist that low <laughs> so that was my experience this weekend so I allowed the low and I feel different today like nothing's changed no life circumstances changed at all because of that day but something intrinsically in me adjusted today and the things that I was using to cope silly little things like video games and food and um, TV all of a sudden last night I even found um, I was I lost interest and I had been starting to lose interest, which was a really good sign. Like when we are coping through something, we are totally like on social media all the time. You know, we're doing all those things that too has gone by the wayside um, more than it usually has. You know, usually I check it in the morning. I didn't check it this morning. Um, And so um, just, just a little symbol that so much can change when nothing in your life has changed. Um, but you know something intrinsically has been expressed, tenderized, processed, moved through you. One, I mean, crying is a big one, Uh, but there's other kind of physical um, outputs for your emotions that can happen. And then all of a sudden, all that coping you thought you needed, all that obsessive thinking where it's like you couldn't stop doing the thing, like you can't stop scrolling social, you can't stop like going to get comfort food. All of a sudden you just lose interest and that's a beautiful sign. And it comes back because we're human, right? It comes back when the next thing is being armored up and we're coping through it. And uh, the days when all of a sudden that's gone because we did big processing is really cool. And that's, I talk a lot on this podcast about letting go of control and we don't have to force things on ourselves. Like we don't actually often even have to actively change ourselves. We just have to, I mean, we do have to take action, but we don't have to sit back and go, I have to change this coping mechanism because it's not the coping, it's the thing below the coping. And usually what happens is you're just going to hit a moment where you can either keep armor up more or you can let yourself crack open. And I just, I, I let myself crack open. And I let myself express through the day to my partner. Like I cried in the middle of an activity we were doing in public. You know, and I those are things I never would have done before because I would have thought I would looked weak. So um you just got to let yourself crack open. And I didn't fly off the handle, you know, I didn't yell and scream at him in the middle, but like I stood with him and I cried and I told him I felt tender and emotional. I didn't know why and all those things. So very different. So thanks for hanging in and listening because I think that intrinsically, these are important stories to share. And if you have a story that's, you think is beneficial, especially if it's related to the cards or something you picked up on this podcast and it played out in real life, um, do head over to anchor.fm backslash at home tarot. Uh, you can leave a voice memo. You can introduce yourself or not. Um, but I would love to play more stories at the end of podcasts. If people want to just hear how other people are processing some of the lessons in the energy of this podcast and really coming home to themselves turning back around and returning to themselves um through some of these principles some of these lessons some of these these things so thanks for listening okay let's get into the cards because i think it's really cool um coming out of that story and it was important to kind of tell you that today We have some major arcana, and so it feels like, at least for me in my situation, something broke, right? Something has come through, something big has happened, and we're moving into a new sort of energy, um, not in our little day-to-day dealings, but in us overall, right? In our psyche, and it's like turning over a leaf, and now we're about to head into a new season. Our card today for self-abandonment is the Hanged Man. It's the 12th card of the Major Arcana. It is nestled um, right in between Justice, which we had the other day um, for the weekend, really, uh, about, you know, relationships and being fair and offering up our truth, which I tried to do this weekend. And then after comes the thirteen card, which is the death card so there's like we're smack dab between offering up the world what is true being more observant about what is fair with others in a way where we learn a lot about ourselves as well and the consequences of our actions and who we are through being in relationship and we're we're right in the middle stage before we, there's a letting go, right? Before there is the release of something in our actual life. Um, and that's the death, right? And the death happens. And we have these little deaths in life, right? Um, where, where we have to let go, where things end you know, and then something new begins. And so in our self-abandonment stage, we're in the middle. And what has to happen before something is released is we have to give up control. And that's the hanged man. And we have to give up the power over ourselves. Not because we don't always have an innate power, capability and options, to, um, you know, do what we want to do. We all have free will, right? We all have innate power. But the hanged man is about realizing how small that is in a way that actually creates more for our life, right? It It is that ability to go, oh, I need to surrender even this even this I need to offer up to source or the source within me that's guiding me and my life you know which may be different from how it's guiding others you know which is why it's really hard to just listen to what other people um, other people's journey and try to replicate it because ours is probably going to look very different. And with the hangman we we have to stop caring we have to stop being so attached to the outcome and so this shows up in a lot of ways um but this isn't self abandon and there's something here about not caring <laughs> oh no uh there's something here about not caring and there's also always something here about sacrifice, right? And we need to sacrifice something to get to the release and the death card. And then eventually the 14 card after that, which is um, temperance, which is now we have this sense of inner balance, right? We're doing all this to clean that channel. We're doing all this to have a sense of inner balance within us so that we know who we are, we're centered in that, but we can go out and we can experience the world um, in a more pure way without going to all these extremes, without all of the chaos going on within us. So this is a really good thing, but when it's in self-abandon, some major themes that always come out for me is we are sacrificing too much, Or what happens is we become the martyr and I think that you know when we stop caring it's it's a slippery slope it is a self-abandoned moment to stop caring it can point us in really great directions though I think with the hanged man here this isn't you know sometimes self-abandonment is not a, a bad thing because we have to experience that little bit of self-abandon in order to kind of enlighten us and open our eyes to what we then actually need to be doing to come back to ourselves, right? It's like, can't know what pleasure is unless you've had a little bit of pain. Not in the same situation all the time, <laughs> you know, but how do you know something's good? How do you know something's bad? You know, and we use... um We use things that feel hard as a contrast for us, a contrast and compare to know when something's really good. And we ask ourselves questions like, how do I know this feels good to me? How do I know this feels bad to me? How do I know this isn't for me? How do I know it is? And those are such intrinsically linked questions because often the other side of the question comes into play. Well. I know from a certain experience that I don't like this or that or that not even I don't like it but it never seems to work out in my life so even though I may seek it it's still a self-abandon and I know it's not when this other thing is occurring even though I may not feel the same feels about it Um and so the hanged man can really be an experience of not wanting to let go of something not surrendering up a piece of ourselves and by that i mean our identity you know we do we get on our high horse especially people who are codependents or people pleasers we want to see ourselves and name ourselves with a certain quality and we think that if we can do that oh my goodness aren't we wonderful people right aren't we wonderful people but the truth is we have to be willing to sacrifice that part of us in order to move into our self returning card, which is the high priestess, which I'll talk about in a second. Okay, so I think what is happening in this is we are kind of being asked to sacrifice something and we're resisting. Um, I think there's still a little piece of us that does not want to give up what this is. But I think that it is us sitting in that that's going to soften it, right? It's almost like we are going to surrender to our resistance against surrender. (laughs) And, you know, you might If you're someone who's like oh but don't have to do all these things you know I'm resisting surrender so I must have to do some self work or no it always is surrender with the hanged man present if you're resisting surrender you have to surrender to your resistance of surrender and I know that for a lot of people are like what what that what does that even mean you know and that means acceptance it means that if a part, if you can see a part of you going i don't want to let go of this part of myself i don't want to not see myself in this light you know a scary question is who would i be if i wasn't blank who would i be if i wasn't nice who would i be if i wasn't smart who would I be if I wasn't friendly? Who would I be if I wasn't helpful? Who would I be if I wasn't supportive? Who would I be if I wasn't caretaking? Who would I be if I wasn't the breadwinner? Those questions scare the be- Jesus out of us, <laughs> you know? Because and, and you'll know where your resistance is when you ask yourself those questions and you get like a, oh, feel like, no, I don't want to give that up. And that's what you have to surrender to. You have to surrender to your resistance. Surrendering just means in all things, this is how it's supposed to be. I can float through this because this too is supposed to be here. And so what we can do is we can surrender and accept that we are still resisting, letting go of that little piece of our identity that's going to take us into the high priestess And allow us to realize that we already had all the answers. Mm. That Source has already given us everything we need to do life without that part of our identity, without that thing. You know, the hanged man is really about us. You know, if this was death, we might be releasing a, a partner. We might be releasing something we're doing in relationships, right? Sometimes it's like we stop doing something in our relationship. That would be the death card. Um, you know, those things kind of happen there, but we're not quite there yet. It's like we're not quite ready to make the actual release in the physical world. We have to go within first. And with the hanged man here, it's always the internal release, and then we go into death, which is the external release. Okay? At least that's how I see it and how I see it today. And so I think just noticing that is where we can get right with the hanged man. Um, because we can't force surrender and we can't force sacrifice. They're actually things that require us to relax into think about floating okay i try to teach people to float and the reason they can't float is they're not willing to put their head all the way back they're not willing to go completely limp and powerless they still want to force a little bit of of control into that I float along and I mean my body shape is very different than th- some people I try <laughs> my you know my poor guy is completely different body shape and um, I do have some buoyant body but the truth is I've been floating since a little girl when I used to be very um, like I had no meat on my bones so I was very tall I shot up really quickly before I filled out and so I didn't really have any any buoyant area to me um, and I could still float And it's because I was always willing to give myself over to the water completely. That I knew I'd be okay if I went under. You know, but I never did. And that's the cool thing about surrender. We're really afraid that the worst is going to happen. If we completely give up control of this thing. If we completely hand over the reins to source. And hand over the reins to energy and God and universe and truly believe that we don't have to do any more work on this part of ourselves we actually just have to offer up the powerlessness and be in the powerlessness of it and go oh my goodness I I can't force anything here I just have to accept it I just have to accept it and just like floating we have to be willing to put our head back not see where we're going and we have to be willing to go really limp around the situation. And I know with the hanged man here on self we're we're so resisting that, right? We're not doing that. And when we're not doing that, we can't get that enlightenment that we see in the hanged man, that sun that's behind um, the head, which is like, whoa, we wake up to truly seeing what's going on. And when we do we can then release, it's like me today with the coping. You know, I was finally willing to soften. I was willing to give up complete control of my own emotions, of myself, and just not care what I look like, and just let all that stuff roll over me. I sacrificed my armor. I sacrificed my coping. I sacrificed the things I do that's like, oh yeah, don't cry in public and all the little internal things we do to make sure that doesn't happen. I sacrificed all of the inner stuff that I was doing, all the work that I was doing to just let it roll through me however it was going to in the day. And when I did that and then was able to talk to somebody later in the night about it, you know I was able to really see things it's like the armor washed away the surrender came and it was hard and all of these things came out of me and what was left was I'm thinking of Pandora's box I had to let all of this stuff out I had to surrender that all this hard and terrible and you know it's not fun to be crying in public you know, and was balling in my car later in the day, just weird things. And, um, I had to be willing to let all that junk out of the box. You know, the box being my armor, I had to let it all out. I had to, I had to actively hold that box open. I had to surrender to what was in there. And then at the end of the day, when I looked in to see what was left, all that was left was hope, right? That's the, that, that is the story of Pandora's box is what was left was, is hope, you know, and it's the same. And, and I believe that part of hope is perspective, you know, and, and the way we get to see things and, um, Yeah, I know I've been talking a while about this card. I just love it. Um, But just remember we're resisting that a little bit still. Um, So if we haven't quite gotten to the point like me where I ripped all the armor down and really sacrificed, you know, what I look like, um, my identity of being strong, all those things, um, today's the day to do it and you only do it by acting like you're powerless like I didn't exert any power over myself so what needed to come out naturally came out naturally like I didn't police myself internally about crying or not doing this or that in public or you know not worrying my partner all I let all of those things go those are the parts of myself I sacrificed, not what was truly coming through and I think with the high priestess and self returning You know, it is like, she is like the hope in the box. She is the thing after the thing. You know, she is really an embodiment of accessing what is more um, from an internal space. You know, she's very about not, you know, we were just moving into reality this weekend with justice. Once we are able to surrender parts of ourselves and let a lot of things come up and out, then that's when we can come back from reality and live in more of the divine that's in us that essence you know what was left behind in hope is my essence what has come up today is my essence i didn't need to cope last night i didn't cope do my coping things this morning. I'm able to tap back in, I'm taking a moon bath, I'm doing tarot, I'm drinking tea. I didn't get on social media. You know, I'm not thinking about video games or food or some novel I can lose myself in. I am here and I feel okay. (laughs) I don't feel amazing, but I feel okay. I feel like I don't need those things because there's nothing I'm coping myself against. Do you understand? Yeah. And so the high priestess is really just showing you what could be available when you return to yourself and the high priestess really cool card about this whole idea that all that is within us is a reflection of all that's above us. And by above we just mean all that is energetically out in the world. So all of what is truly within us is source, is divine, is our true essence working through us. And when we put on the armor and we're not willing to sacrifice using the hanged man in self abandon, we can't access that part of us, you know. We cannot, we are too armored. We are fighting against being put up and hanged out to dry. A part of us hanged out to dry, right? We, and so when the high priestess kind of shows up, it's it's always just this reminder that you already have, you know, the knowledge, the resources, the experience um, that you need and that you're already in a position to do everything that you want to do, you know? And that's really, really cool place to be because it is the high priestess who says, when I have this space around myself, imagine my identity of, you know, not wanting to cry, of um, not wanting to show people stuff, my armor, whatever that is for you, imagine that it is around you in this sort of circle and the part of you that is divine, that is source working through you, your true essence, is how my coach Madison Morrigan explains it. And I always love that because it's like a mingling of you and source and how it's going to be expressed in the world in a more true way. It is the most potent part of you. And that part is source working through you and spirituality working through you. Um, and however you see it is fine. Um, Some people call it their authentic self, their higher self working through them. But we have this identity and all these things we're doing that block that in. And the high priestess is the epitome of having space around you, right? You can have space, you can have silence, and it's an inner silence. We don't have the armor kind of turning towards us and yelling at us, you know, imagine guards, You know around your true essence around your core around the center of yourself and those guards are pointed in shoulder to shoulder and they're talking to you all the time telling you what to do when we're in high priestess those guards are gone we've said no no i don't need you here this is a sacred silent spacious space and when i am here i know what i need to do and i don't need you to be doing it You know, and you being, we can call it the ego, we can call it the coping part of us, we can call it the lower self, the false self, whatever it is, right? It's blocking us. With the hanged man, we have to be willing to sacrifice our guards. (laughs) With the high priestess, we are there. We are, Everything is spacious and we know what to do and we don't have those guards telling us what to do and so we we are actually listening to source and nature and universe and God and all of those things, right? It's a really beautiful place to be in high priestess because it's like, ah, oh, yeah, right, I already have everything I need within me because I have source within me, I have this higher self within me and I can start moving through the world, you know, making choices. I think about my... If if we think about my story, it is that part of me that I now don't have to work to let go of the coping. The coping released when I released the guards and I let my true self kind of grieve and let out all of the feelings it had been feeling when it was wrapped up in these guards because it's a scary place to be. And so my true essence was scared, and it had all these things going on with it, and it couldn't let it out. And so when I dropped my guard, it was able to release all that out into the world, and now it's calm and it's serene, and it doesn't need to cope. You know, the guards are, are the coping, and they're gone. You know I banish them I let them go for today for today they will come back they always come back you know especially when we're not watching when we're not in our center when we're not centered in the self when we're not doing our practices uh, they come back and then of course when we have big life circumstances it's a ripe opportunity for them to come back even though we didn't do anything at all right life happened Um, So it's a really good thing to practice and and really start to visualize these guards and these guards show up as thoughts and they show up as actions that that really keep our authentic self trapped within and start noticing these guards start having a relationship with these guards not um, not to keep them around but learn these guards you know, learn their rotations. Imagine you are the person inside who's trying to, um, you know, uh, escape really, you know, your inner prison guards, they, they really keep your authentic self kind of strapped in. And, and I think what this all has to do with relationship is something, um, James Olivia, um, is it Schumann? I hope I got that right. Um, they are such a beautiful example um, of this, and I think one of the things they say, and I hope I am sourcing the right person on this, so excuse me if i'm I'm a little bit wrong, but she says, um, "More you is best," or something along those lines, like more you in relationship." And so the more you there is in relationship, the better. And I probably boggled the way she puts it because it's so beautifully put. Um, and sorry, it's not she, it's they. Um, I don't know why that, that came out. Um, <laughs> that is, um, you know, the, that is just one of those things that my programming takes over. And so I apologize because um, it's they and not she. And I think it's really important for us to know that people make these mistakes um, because the programming runs deep and we are so used to using the pronouns he and she and I'm working hard at that. I'm usually actually really good. So uh, maybe it's just the morning, but I want to take note and own that and say, no, I made a mistake there. That's not correct. And apologize there. So they they put it so, so beautifully. Um, and And I love that right? More you. And I think that this is just a great example of that is what this results in is more you in relationship, but it's all very much our work. And I think that's the cool thing about relationships is it's always your work, but your relationship will bring you to the brink of these things. It will bring you to the precipice and then you're going to have to do the work Um, and what happens is once we're doing the work, um, we're never done the work, but let's say we get through something like I just did, is that now I get to turn back around to them too, not just me, but to them as well and be more me in my relationship. And that's pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to end it there, um, because I feel like that was a big message today. This is a whole theme, right? Major Arcana. Major Arcana is telling us this is not just for today. Let's take this into our weeks. Let's take this into the next couple months. More you. Less armor. Okay. And when that happens, the way we live changes. You know, and we didn't have to change ourselves. We didn't have to, we didn't have to change ourselves through willpower. We didn't have to sit back in and, and be, Do this now. Come on, we got to do it. That's you as a guard inside, right? You have become the very guard that your authentic self is trying to fight against when we force willpower on things that just want to be processed. Because when we are processing things, it gives us more access to choice and it actually softens our need to cope through life so um, if you are struggling just I hear you me too and um, surrender the struggle let it all out Um, when you do that some of those things will soften but we have to get to that point where we're willing we are willing to do that so that's what I have for you today re to this set an alarm today make a note that's going to remind you next week i do think we should re-listen to this one we should re to this one if not once a month for the next three months maybe we listen to it in september and october as well um it feels important and i'm going to do that and so i just wanted to offer that up to you as well all right that's what you got for me today i hope you enjoyed thanks for hanging out with me And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. I care about you. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me. And be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.